Thanks so much for checking out this message from LifeGate Church. We hope that God uses this message to encourage you and help you grow deeper in your faith. Hey there, my name's Kath. I'm the kids pastor here at LifeGate Church. And if I haven't met you before or I don't know you very well, I'm married to Mark and we have three beautiful daughters. Now, if you've been a part of our online community for any length of time recently, particularly, you may have met my husband, Mark Moorman Reed, in our Father's Day service. And I tell you what, he really does love his grass. Now, we're currently in a lockdown here in Sydney at the moment, and he is loving the opportunity to feed his grass, to water it and fertilize it, to weed it and to grow it and to mow it and to grow it and to mow it. And though I do not share his same passion for grass, one thing I have really enjoyed during this lockdown is spending time outside in the garden. I've been planting seeds with our curious little three-year-old, and my goodness, I didn't realise there were so many questions about seeds. But anyway, we've watched these seeds turn into seedlings, grow into plants, and then to sit and eat our own produce for lunch It's really cool. And I've been walking around my neighbourhood, and as I've been remaining in this one place, I've noticed things that I hadn't noticed before. New trees, uh, new flowers, particularly as we're heading into spring. I've even noticed houses I never saw before. And I've discovered that remaining in this one place has really opened my eyes to see so much around me. And it's got me wondering... How often do we stop and just take notice of the things around us? And for many others uh, of you watching today, you'll be in lockdown too, and that might have really slowed things down for you, and you might be spending a lot of time on your own and finding that you've got just a little bit too much time to take in what's going on around you. Or maybe, like me, things have ramped up and you're juggling a number of different people's schedules all in the one place. My question is, are we taking that time while we're remaining to notice the things around us? And as Nathan shared recently, to look at those things with gratitude and thankfulness for those simple things around us. But hey, maybe the lockdown for you hasn't really changed anything at all. Maybe as an essential worker, things have remained the same. Well, my question for you too today is also just to think, well, am I taking notice of the things and the people around me? In the Bible, Jesus said, remain in me as I also remain in you. And we're going to look at this passage, this chapter of Scripture in a little more detail soon. But in John chapter 15, Jesus is introducing himself as a vine, God as a gardener, and we as branches. He asks us to remain, to stay connected to him. And even though we're going to go into a little bit more detail this soon, I just wanted you to get a picture. Picture of a vine and branches. Now, this is not my garden. Yes, I've quite enjoyed the gardening, but I have not um, produced a vine like this yet. But I love this picture of the vine. As I look at this, I see that branch, those branches there, they're not about to run off and start fertilizing and watering themselves. They must stay connected to the vine. And I've realized in this time of lockdown that there are areas of my life 
where I've been running off on my own, working in my own strength, striving, and I'm not trusting God or staying connected to him to be the source and resource for what I need. And I think we probably all find ourselves in this place sometimes. You can write in the chat if that's you, and if there's no one, well, maybe it is just me. (laughs) And I tell you, these things that I've been doing are good things. I'm running off trying to be a great mum and a great wife, I love to seek and know more of God, but even these good things, if they're done in my own strength, it's just not sustainable. And we set ourselves up for burnout and a loss of motivation and just a whole stack of stress. But at home here, seeing these places where I've taken my branch and run off like stick man, I'm choosing now to remain and reconnect And staying connected to Jesus, I'm finding this is the place where I find everything that I need for life. And I believe this is the message God has for us today, that staying connected, or for some people getting connected to Jesus, encountering him and remaining in him, is where we will find everything we need for life. So let's turn together now to John chapter 15, verses 1 to 12. You can open up your Bibles. I've got it on the screen here. And once we've read through, I'm going to pull out four different characters from this part of the text. Let's read it together. Jesus, Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Here it is, verse four. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. He says it again, I am the vine, you are other branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear fruit. That's not a maybe. It says you will bear fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that's thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask whatever you wish, and it'll be given to you. Amen. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples, disciples that are growing and learning like a branch. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Says, remain in me. He said, remain in my words. And now he's saying, remain in my love. If you keep my commands, if you obey me, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Yes, please. My command is this love each other. As I have loved you. I love this passage of scripture. I think it may have just become my favorite part of the Bible. 
But I am finding the more I read the Bible, the more the Bible is becoming my favorite part of the Bible. But I just love this. And I've been reading this passage a lot lately in my quiet times. And it it all started from a book called Abide in Christ that Stella from our Preston's campus gave to me, gifted to me. And oh my goodness, as I read and saw the insights into this passage, I've discovered in preparing this and in my reading that We've got at least a trilogy worth of messages here today. But I really want us to focus in on these characters and this word that Jesus says, remain in me today. So let's pull out from this metaphor the characters that Jesus is talking about. In verse 1, he talks about the gardener, and that's God. Now, in preparing, I did a little bit of reading. Like I said, this isn't my vineyard, uh, but I did a little reading about what a vineyard uh, needs for growth. And a gardener of a vineyard walks the vine every single day to check, to clean, scale, and things like that, to prune, to water, to do everything that needs to be done to care for the vine. The gardener cares for the vine. Jesus is saying, God, he cares for the vine. A second character, Jesus says for himself, he is the vine, the true vine. And as I mentioned earlier today, the vine is where the branches get everything that they need. Which brings us to character three, the branches. That's us. He says, remain in me. In verses 4 and 5, it says, Remain in me as I remain in you. And in other translations, uh, they use the word abide or stay connected. Make your home. So it's not just remaining, standing still, but really staying adjoined and connected, making your home here. Because this place here is where you are nourished. A branch is pruned and tended and cared for. It's loved. It's alive and it's growing and it will bear fruit. The fruit, we will bear fruit. I just find that moan-blowing. So it's not me who nourishes or prunes or tends. That's the gardener. Yet, It's me, the branch, that bears fruit. Everything comes from the vine. I cannot bear fruit. It says, apart from me, you can do nothing. I cannot grow. I cannot do anything of kingdom or eternal significance unless I stay connected to the vine and allow that gardener to care. This is where I find everything I need for life. This is where I live a life of significance. So you might be wondering, how how do I remain? Well, if we look at verse 7, he says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you. His words, his words. If we have a look back at John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So His Word is the Word. And when we get the Word in us, the Bible is His Word, then it becomes my Word for life. 
And as I sit in a place of reading his word and knowing his word and agreeing with his word, it becomes my word so that whatever I ask will be done. Which brings us to verse 10 and 11 where he says, Remain in my love. And how? By obeying. Obey and love. Obey my commands and his command is to love. Now that, like I said, is a whole other message altogether. But as we have his word in us, as we align ourselves and obey that word and be obedient to love, we are remaining in him. Now, I mentioned earlier that I tend to strive for lots of things, and my parenting, and marriage, even my own spiritual growth, this passionate pursuit of Jesus tips over into striving. But God is not calling me to this place of being self-reliant. Jesus says, remain, remain in me. Be reliant on God, the gardener. This is a place where we are in trust and surrender as a branch just remaining, trusting the gardener, surrendered to the vine. This is how we remain in him. And then we remain, we will bear fruit. So we, the branches, we're connected to the vine, we're remaining in him, we're tended by that gardener. And I don't know about you, I said at the beginning, I'd love you to just get a picture of this vine, and I'm not sure what you're seeing in your head, but as I picture this, I picture myself, a branch, connected to the vine, remaining in him, Jesus, tended by the gardener. And I see the branches as being fed with Holy Spirit sap that is just flowing through us so that we will bear fruit. And when I have this picture, God tending for the vine, Jesus, and that Holy Spirit sap coming through, through to the branches, the fruit I see is love. The fruit is joy and peace. It is patience goodness, it is faithfulness, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians 5.22, it tells us that these are the fruit of the Spirit, and they're growing in us as we remain in Him. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 18, Jesus said, A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. This is the fruit of remaining in Him. But maybe you're sitting there today and you're saying, but there is no fruit. I don't have any fruit. Well, something else I have learnt in my study of vineyards is that a vineyard is deciduous, which means that in winter it goes dormant. It loses its leaves, it stops producing fruit. But in this season, though it bears no fruit, its roots are growing deeper. In this time where there is no fruit, the gardener often prunes harder and harsher, which may seem, if you're feeling that as a branch, harsh. But why he does this? To prepare for more abundantly fruitful growth in the spring. So whether we're in a winter dormant season or in a fruitful season, remaining in the vine is where we find everything we need for life. So we have God, the gardener, 
Jesus the vine, the branches, that's us producing fruit. Why would I want to stay there? Well, I found this interesting as I read because I find in our culture the word if is often a threat or a bribery. Now, if you do this, I will do this. And through this passage, a number of times, Jesus says, if you remain in me. Remaining is, is a choice for us. We don't have to stay here. But Jesus is not doing this as a threat to trap or confine us. He says that apart from him in verse 5, we can do nothing. Apart from him, we're disconnected from his power He doesn't want to trap us. He wants to protect us. He wants to release abundant life through us. Remaining in him is for our good. In Romans 8.28, it says that God works all things for the good of those who love him. We remain in him. God wants us to be fruitful. He wants this for our good. And remaining in him, it benefits us because... Hey, we're healthier. Remaining in him, like I've said a number of times, is where we find everything we need. This is where we live a life of significance. This is where I want to be. But not only does it benefit me, but it benefits all of us. It benefits those around us, others. As we bear fruit, we bear that love and that joy and that peace that can be gifted and taken from others to eat. And it also... Benefits God, because I have done nothing, I have stayed connected. All this fruit points back to the gardener. It is only the gardener who knows how to prune, how to water and feed that vine so that the branches live and grow and bear fruit and bear more and more fruit. He is the only one, so the glory goes back to him. So, church... Are you connected to the vine or are you a stick man running on your own? Are you a branch bearing fruit or are you a stick off in the fire? Maybe you're lucky enough to be a marshmallow stick, but either way, are you a stick in the fire? Now, if you're not a Christian today and you're watching this, let me tell you, Jesus came to rescue you to graft you back into the vine. Because every single one of us at one time were a stick and it needed to be grafted into this vine. The whole purpose of John when he wrote this gospel, and we find at the very end in John chapter 20, verse 31, he says that he wrote this so that you may believe, that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the chosen one, that he is the Son of God, the Saviour, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. And today, if you're sitting there and you believe, and you've decided that by believing and you believe that you want to choose to follow Jesus all your life, I ask you to pray with me right now. Dear God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for your love that sent Jesus to die for me. I'm sorry for the wrong that I've done. I choose 
you. God, please graft me back in. I choose to be part of your vine and to follow you all my days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that with me just then, then welcome to the vine. Welcome to the family. You are now Christian. And for those who have just become a Christian or those who have been a Christian for many, many, many years, Jesus' word to you is the same. He says, remain in me. And how? Remain in his word. And now as we read and allow his word to become our word, we obey and we love. And we live from a position of trust and surrender. Now, these, these similar points of being in his word and of trust have been coming through in a number of messages in our online church. And this, this is where it's at, remaining in him and in his word. An attitude of surrender, a place where we obey and love. So my question for you today is, what is one area in your life where you are not remaining? And what are you going to do about it? Because imagine, imagine if we all lived from this place of remaining in Jesus, in his word, obedient to love and positioned to trust and surrender him. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. One vine, many, many branches, bearing fruit for his kingdom. Now, this vine is being tended to by the gardener. He walks this vineyard every day to care for the vine and the branches so that they may flourish and bear fruit, fruit that will last, fruit that will be evident wherever we go. Because remaining in Jesus is where we find everything we need for life. Thanks so much for checking out this message. LifeGate Church has people meeting in person and online in many different locations, and we'd love to help you get connected. My name is Andrew, and I lead our online team here at LifeGate Church, and it's our job to do exactly that. We'd love to support you, help you get connected, and find out how you can take your next steps. So why don't you head to lifegate.org.au slash online and we'd love to find out more about you and how we can serve you as a church. Thanks for checking out this message and we'll catch you soon.